This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hey, Maria. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Curtis. It's another beautiful day in Florida. Absolutely. That absolutely is. We survived Hurricane Ian with um, no issues to speak of, but uh, of course, our Southwest Florida is just suffering through immense damage. And then here in Central Florida, a lot of folks still facing flooding, still facing increasing flooding in some areas. As uh, we record this, uh, still a couple of days where the flooding could continue for uh, for a number of folks it could, and could get worse as well. It's an interesting life here in Florida. We we uh, really enjoy the sun and the fun, and um, but um, this is uh, what we contend with, you know, being uh, Floridians. We, from time to time, have hurricanes. We come together to help each other in our communities, and um, yeah, so it, it's definitely a special life. Yeah, that is probably the time when folks here in Florida are the friendliest is is when there's a hurricane either bearing down on us or we're living through the immediate aftermath that folks really do seem to come together. They ask you how you're doing. They'll reach out to you. And uh, and and I know that there are people that over the weekend and into this week that have been collecting just household items, you know, just things that folks need supply drives. There's going to be more of them coming up this weekend uh, where folks are collecting things that individuals need to survive, essentially. Yeah. Um, I've seen some cases where um, people have to totally rebuild. Um, and it's really strange because in some communities, there's nothing, no loss of power, no, no, no flooding, nothing, nothing major to speak of, you know, uh, maybe a panel from a fence or something to that effect. And then just, Right next door, the next community is just full of water. Yeah, yeah, it is. It 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 goes from street to street, community to community. One of the things that surprised me so far, and and I've been able to, I, I get a list of what shelters are open every day, and in Orange County, there is only one shelter open right now, meaning that these people that have been flooded out are either staying with family or friends, or I don't know, but they're not in the need of a of a public shelter. They're able to somehow find some place to stay. And again, it's probably folks just reaching out and helping. Yeah, it's um it's it's good to see that, you know, that we have some, you know, resources. Um of course there's right. always, you know, I don't think you can really be like one hundred percent prepared and um, no. the expectations, how does it lead to it? And I guess that wisdom can like stay with you for the next experience. And, you know, and we can always lean on others that have gone through it or have gone through worse. Um, so, you know, for instance, we were fully prepared that, you know, for if our neighbors need anything, we could definitely share, yep. you know, um, generator or um, water or anything of that sort. And I guess, you know, that's when the, the community comes together. So Absolutely. So turning attention to the Uber breach, that has really been in the IT news in the last couple of weeks. And and I kind of wanted to break down how it happened. And we've been learning more and more about it. And um, and I actually just got some more information yesterday about it. So what, what they did is the attacker repeatedly sent 
Uh, well, let me back up a little bit. So you would think about a company like Uber would be very secure. I mean, they have all of our information. They know what we ate. <laughs> where we travel and then and i'm pointing to marie and i they know what we eat and what we're where we've traveled i know right around four o'clock you get that push through on your cell yes it's about uber eats yes yeah. and they're they're you know obviously they're tracking data because they're pretty uncanny about uh knowing what to push my way to say well you know maybe that would be nice for dinner but what had happened was an employee responded to a text and gave up their company credentials. So you think, okay, wouldn't a company like Uber have multi-factor authentication? Well, here's what happened. And that's what everybody was wondering. But this new information that's just came out in the last couple of days is that that multi-factor authentication alert kept hitting the employee over and over and over and over throughout the day. So somebody texted the employee and said, look, I know you're getting hammered with these alerts about the multi-factor authentication and you've been denying them. Um, you need to do us a favor and to stop them. You know, I'm so-and-so with the IT department, by the way, you need to just go ahead and, and hit approve the next one and they'll stop. And so the employee did, they approved the next request for multi-factor authentication and they stopped. Well, Yes, they stopped because now the hacker had gained access to the company. So this was not a high-level employee, but what this employee had access to were scripts. It was the weakest link. <laughs> it was the weakest link. But it was well-played. I don't blame the employee. I could see a lot of folks falling for that one. And then, so, but this employee had access to scripts and inside those scripts in plain text, Uber engineers had placed administrative credentials. Well, doesn't that come down to preparedness, right? We were just talking about being yes. prepared for a hurricane. And we're also talking about those things that you have gained experience from somewhere else. So, you know, training your employees is just that, is just Forwarding that wisdom over to, you know, and not ignoring that, okay, so help level, you know, level one, what do they need? You know, what should they even, you know, or maybe um, the warehouse, you know, somebody that's uh, packing boxes, you know, why do they need this type of training? They're just, you know, packing back boxes. They work, you know, the, the night yeah. shift. Well, guess what? That's exactly who gets targeted. And so that training, you know, I think the, the best education is to say you just don't know you just don't know that you're not going to be that you know target one you know that target so it's better to be prepared in that way and have that education than not you know is like is there a you know a passcode that you help help desk me be able to provide to you to say hey you know i don't see the passcode on here so you just then maybe that's when you should go and say to your supervisor and say look, this is a good policy to have in place and I don't have this passcode, you know. So that's just one, you know, the education to no matter what department you're in and what level of experience or need that employee may have in the organization, it's better to be safe and sorry. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, and one of the things I mentioned was that this employee had access to these scripts. Now, it wasn't necessarily that this employee 
had access to the scripts known to them, they may have just accidentally had access to scripts. And I will tell you the frame of mind that could present that situation is where an IT person or developer says, nobody other than an other IT person is going to go through the code of a script to find a password. Says no one. Yeah. So <laughs> guess what? Well, hackers will. And that's why you have to have, somebody has to be in your organization or consulting your organization that has the mind of a hacker. And you only have a mind of a hacker by spending time around hackers, literally. I mean, we have an opportunity uh, here at Lotus Management Services. We literally have, I believe it is at least once, if not twice, a couple hours a week to be in a meeting with a hacker. And he will tell us, yeah, that that's what I would have done in that situation. Or if I found this situation, that's how I would have circumvented it as a hacker. And so we're able to bounce these ideas off of them. We have both open forums and then structured le learning with these hackers. But uh, these are convicted hackers. They, I know one of them's got a felony record for hacking. And, you know, it's funny in our society, of course, obviously having a felon felony attached to your name is not a plus, but this is the one field where it actually does work for your advantage, believe it or not. They're actually true professionals in their, in their form. They are. And because they've been caught at that level, it makes them that much more qualified. It's, it's not surprising that, um, you know, authorities that um, actually have uh, protection, you know, authorities, actually, they leverage this information. Yes. You know, they look to this person that is indeed a professional in this forum. Um, of course, they're, they would, it would be advantageous for them to help them and consult. Um, but this does happen, and we would be surprised that large organizations, um, which I am glad that they do this because, you know, who best to go to, back to to uh, make sure that, you know, you have that same mentality. So what I would never thought of that, well, that's because you're not that person right. in that field. So. Yeah. It's just like when you see a crime on TV and you go, well, oh, I would have never thought of doing that. Well, you're not a criminal, yeah. but you don't have the criminal mind. And, and um, you know, it's funny. We, we um, the same group that we work with uh, virtually every week, I had an opportunity to, to be with them in May. And so they open up the, this meeting, and I think there were probably maybe 50, 60 of us in the room. They are, um, they announced that, hey, if you want to use um, Wi-Fi, we have a special Wi-Fi setup. You can, and the whole room just laughed and said, yeah, sure, we're going to use your Wi-Fi. So the, the, the conference organizer said, so noted, no need to spend money on Wi-Fi next time. <laughs> Because no one is going to use it. It was set up by ostensibly people that have had a history of hacking. Not that they would. I know they never would. We all know they wouldn't. But it's just kind of a funny, a funny thing that uh, you know. Don't trust anyone, no. well, except us. Like, no, not, especially <laughs> it's, us. It's kind of humorous. Yes. No, yeah. no, I'm kidding. Um, the you know there is a there was a convention of hackers not too long ago, and it was that was a huge disclosure. Do yes. not use yes. the Wi-Fi. Do yep. not bring cash. Do not. I mean, the, or or the, do use cash. Don't use. No don't yeah, bring. Exactly. Don't carry credit cards. Right. Don't carry debit cards. Yeah. Because there was thousands of professionals in their field. Yes. Hackers. Yes. 
Absolutely. So all of this goes back to, in this case, with the Uber breach in training and testing employees. And and those two things have to go together. And the the fortunately, there are some pretty simple ways you can do it now. You can pay to, to, to not make this too crazy easy, but literally you can pay somebody like us a couple of bucks a month and the training just happens. It's automated. It's in the background. Now you get a monthly report that shows you, you know, who's struggling with this, who's excelling, but it it's a lesson plan. Uh, so it's a lesson and, and, you know, the ones that we provide can be digested on a smartphone, tablet, on a desktop. Um, they're pretty serious and, and they really pound home the knowledge that they need to know. And they do come with a test. And they do come with a test. And then now there is a visible test. And they, let's put it wait. There is an expected test and they get a certificate and everything when they right. complete it. But there is also... A surprise quiz. Pop quiz. Yes, pop quiz. There you go. Perfect. That in <laughs> yeah. There's a pop quiz. So our system will just randomly send an email to an employee and it will look like a legitimate email that uh, they, you know, are lured to click a link and then you'll find out if they click the link. We'll know if they click the link as well. And all it does, it, one of the things it does is it, Read is it reinforces the education, so it puts them on a a, re, a education track where they're reintroduced to that information again, so they can, you know, learn from their mistake. Let's put it that way. And it's all in a safe environment. Yes, and it's all educational. Yes, and it just kind of brings to light what policies need to be put in place. Yes, and how to best introduce this information, so to have. To prevent preventative measures in place. Yes. And like I say, it's all automated. When a new employee joins the company, it, the, the camp, as soon as they get an email address, the campaign's launched. And so not everybody's on the same education track. They're on the same track, but they're not in the same place. You can have employees that are there for six months and they're six months ahead of somebody that's starting today. So everybody doesn't. They get the same training, but not at the same time, if that makes sense. So everybody gets put on a educational track and they're maintained and managed. And so, and you get reports that every month will update. Here's how the employees are doing. And here's some trouble areas. And, and then we'll tell you how we're fixing that. So, and there's no better way to have something like this in place to be able to adjust being that these surprises and different hacking um, experiences may morph from day to day. Um, that way you have something that's in your purview versus, you know, having something that's totally outdated. And now you can still be circumvented in a different way because, you know, if you don't have someone to actually monitor this and, and, and keep you up to date uh, as to what's going on. Um, it could be an issue. Well, and you mentioned too about being up to date. This um, learning actually evolves over time based on new information that comes in. For a long time, we, we you know, the big thing was ransomware has been for a couple of years, but now we're seeing these advanced email attacks where folks will access somebody's mailbox, they'll live in it for some time. And that that's not gone away. No. Well, that's gotten worse. Yeah. That is now 
becoming a bigger problem than even ransomware. So again, our training adjusted to um, these new ways. Yeah, to morph into that exactly. So I know that we ha- recently just had a cybersecurity webinar. It was such a hit that we have another one coming up uh, soon. But- yes, and thank you for those that have joined. Yeah, thank you for those that did listen in. It was it was a good presentation. And uh, we'll have an opportunity for more folks to get involved soon. So stay tuned. We'll be on the, we'll reach out to you about that. Yeah, we're just pleased to be a service, you know, to bring yes. this information out. And because it, it's like, you know, you can, you can warn, you can put the information out there. It's like, but it's really good to know that there is ears on the other side. And, yeah. you know, um, and that's what it's for, you know, intended to make sure that we keep things as safe as possible and at least be part of that solution. So this takes care of the ears to take care of the eyes. <laughs> we have the weekly cybersecuritytips.com. Maria sends these out every Wednesday morning. Now, these are so good that I, I pitch in and help out with some uh, social media stuff. I do a couple posts a week, and I use these as one of my posts, believe it or not. They're, they're handy. They're fantastic. And I'll post them up to my own personal social media. You're welcome to do so, you know, just to make sure you mention Lotus and um, and you maybe give them a link where they can sign up. But it's easy enough to sign up, weeklycybersecuritytips.com. It's free for everybody. We don't spam you. We don't sell the information. We don't give it away. Yeah, and we also, um, during, during the pandemic, we actually made videos of these. We did, yes. We absolutely did. But weeklycybersecuritytips.com. You can uh, go there and sign up. Anything else before we wrap up episode 15 today of the Team Lotus Cares podcast? Um, no, nothing that I think of. This is definitely what was in the forefront to bring forward. Um, we're glad that most everybody is safe and our hearts go out to those that are still trying to put piece things together. Yeah. Um, and um, we're here to help. You know, if anyone is, um, you know, especially when it comes to small businesses, yes. um, we'll be happy to provide and counsel and consult and bring some resources forward um, to put things back together. And I wanted to mention, too, I almost you reminded me. Uh, one of our big vendors that we use that provides backup data services or data data backup services, business continuity um, with on-site pr- appliances and then backup servers outside of hurricane country, they actually sent a team and had a truck here on-site in Orlando. Available, yep. Available. Now, it's went deeper into the hurricane strike area into southwest florida but they were initially based right here in orlando because we didn't know if it was going to be orlando and tampa that got hit really hard or where where ultimately the hurricane would end up but they got close enough to stay out of danger but still be able to to assist but it was a full truckload of lte backup routers um, backup servers and appliances and a number of things to be able to help small businesses. And we had access to that. So if somebody needed that kind of help, uh, we could step up and help out. Absolutely. And that's, and that's kind of what we would like to do is to bring some, we vet our vendors yes. in a way that, um, that kind of facilitates this, you know, the, these challenges and crisis that, you know, can just bring everything to a screeching halt and, um, and have that same um, methodology that we do you know, just an extension of what we do. And many of our vendors, we've had relationships for as almost as long as the company. I know one of our vendors, we brought them on board, 
about what maybe four days into the business being incorporated. Yeah. So, so we've had long relationships with these folks. So they know us and we know them. So thank you for, for listening. Thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.